Hey everybody, it's your girl Mommy Dearest back at it with another podcast. I hope you guys are having a really good week. Um, my week for the most part was good until the end of the week when my husky decided to get sick and he couldn't keep anything down. He would eat food and then just throw it back up. He was keeping his water down, but I was freaking out and immediately thought he had a GI foreign body, which is when something gets stuck in the intestinal tract and prevents the body from digesting anything or from that move the intestinal tract moving through its process the way it should. And you can see um, your pet's vomit. So I brought him to my hospital, we did x-rays, found out that there wasn't a foreign body from what x-rays could see, and we put him on fluids, and thank my lucky stars, he is doing so much better, he is back to his normal goofy self, he is such a good husky, he is such a part of my family, we love him so much, and I'm just so happy that he is doing better, and it just really sucks having anxiety because it just it really can just make a situation so much worse you know my husky got sick and you know it was the night before it was the day before you know I brought him in that he was sick and it was all night long all I could do was just not sleep and just think about all of the horrible things that could happen to him and then when I would sleep I kept having dreams about him having open heart surgery open heart surgery I don't even know why I was dreaming about that but that's what I was dreaming about and I just kept waking up and then you know my son ended up waking up at four in the morning and I ended up, you know, having to rock him back to sleep and I laid him down and he went back to sleep and then my husband went into the living room and my husky had thrown up again and it was just everything just seemed like it wasn't heading in the right direction and I'm just so grateful that it wasn't a foreign body and that he's doing better. Um, but it's just like you go through an anxious situation and it takes forever to shake off that anxiety and then it feels like once you finally aren't anxious anymore something else happens that makes you anxious all on top of it you know and it can really just take over your life which is why I am so into telling everybody like talk about your anxieties, get them on the table, it will make you feel better, and then do things to help kind of focus your mind on positive things. Um, that's at least what helps me, and if that can help you, I definitely want to, you know, just kind of tell you what I do to really focus my energy on something else and to really just get out of that anxious state. Um, so I've already spoken about reading. I love to read. It is such a great way for me to just go into a really positive space and to get rid of my anxiety and to not feel that anxiety. Um, but of course, being a mom, I don't have the time that I used to for reading. I definitely still do read. And I will tell you, I do read daily. But I do not read nearly as, as many books as I used to in a day. <laughs> yes, I'm that girl who reads multiple books a day, but 
a lot of the books that I do read are short stories. Um, so that's probably why I go through them so quickly. But I don't go through books that quickly anymore because I don't have the time like I used to. So what has always been another really great thing that I've done is spending time with my husband. I enjoy spending time with my husband. He is my best friend. It is why I married him. He is an amazing human being that has really opened my eyes up to so many things in this world. He really gets me to see outside of the box. We love to do so much things together. A big thing that we like to do is learn. We love to learn about new things and it honestly can be practically anything that we like to learn about. We love to learn about um, animals. Um, a new thing that we really love to learn about is anything baby. We love to learn about that. We love to just be educated about things. We, you know, learn about like DIY projects. That's a big thing that we love to do together. We like to watch YouTube videos on how to build models. And um, those models are normally like, uh, like when people make like terrains and stuff like that. We really like watching things like that. I love to paint and he gives me a lot of ideas on, you know, what I should paint next um we like to watch movies together and tv shows and we like to just sit down and talk we talk about our day our interests the people that we've come across the struggles that we have both of our anxieties that we have throughout the day we love to motivate each other go on hikes work out together um eat healthy together we just really enjoy spending that time together and we make a priority to spend time together and it really is a good thing to do to spend time with your significant other because that's the person that you're choosing to walk this life with that's the person that you're choosing to have children with and when those children get older and they go out into the world the person that's going to be standing next to you still is your significant other so it really is important to remember that your me time should sometimes hopefully a lot of times include your significant other you know there's nothing wrong with sitting down and talking about you know what you want different in your relationship what you want to change in your relationship what you want out of your relationship when me and my husband first met we both told each other you know this is what we're looking for in a relationship this is what we want and we made a big um, commitment to really develop a foundation and a lot of times when we feel like we're you know getting too caught up in everything that goes into you know your daily life we always remember that we have a foundation we like to come back to that foundation of trust honesty and communication and we like to just always make sure that we can go back there. And I really feel like that does a lot for our relationship. Um, and 
one of the best things about having a significant other, of course, is sex. <laughs> I know that sex can definitely be something that is a chore, especially for women, because we can be so tired. And also, if you are breastfeeding, breastfeeding definitely can lower your um, libido and make you not want to have sex. So it can definitely really turn into a chore. But sex or I should say an orgasm, is really, really, really good for you. It can help relieve stress, anxiety. It can help with depression. Um, it can help make your overall mood feel good. If you're struggle struggling with sleeping, it can help with that too. Um, and then also it brings you closer to your husband or your significant other. It really can just strengthen that connection and that bond between you guys. And on top of it, if you are wanting to bring more babies into the world, that's how it happens is through sex. There is a lot of amazing things that can come from sex. And I honestly, a really good one is relieving your anxiety. It is a great way to just step away from that and to focus on your husband and the moment that you're in with that situation and just enjoying that physical contact. It is definitely something that we should make a priority in our life is, you know, having an orgasm. I do understand that there are definitely women out there that are single and they have, you know, their children. And if you are one of those single moms out there, you are rocking it. You really are. You are doing so good and do not be afraid to give yourself an orgasm. I know that this is probably way too much information or something that I maybe shouldn't be talking about, but I am going to talk about it because I really think it is important to make sure that you are taking care of yourself and a big way of taking your care of yourself is through orgasm it will definitely overall improve your mood it'll make you feel better it'll really help relieve anxiety and it will help so many other things in your life so really definitely you know talk to your significant other if you're struggling with this don't feel embarrassed and if your significant other isn't making you feel the best about it definitely try to find it within yourself to communicate how you're feeling and to really try and understand why you're feeling the way you're feeling and also to really think about like what you're wanting with your relationship with your significant other, with the relationship with yourself, and how you can get to a place where you're happy with yourself and happy with the relationship that you have with your significant other. Because if that relationship isn't doing good, if you're not giving that relationship the time that it needs, it really can just add so much to your anxiety and your depression. Definitely really just think about where you are, what you want, and how do I get to the place that I want to be, and what are those steps? And if you don't know what those steps are, that is 100% okay. You don't have to have all of the answers. You don't have to get all of the answers in 
in an hour or in a day or in a week or in a month. Everybody is different. Everybody goes at their own pace at their own time. And I think that as long as you're trying and you're understanding what you want and what you need or that you need help getting to where you want or you need help understanding what you want, you are moving in the right direction and that is what matters. Definitely remember to just keep your mental health as a priority and really just try to figure out what is, you know, causing my mental health not to be 100%. And if your relationship is something that is causing your mental health not to be 100%, it is 100% acceptable to talk to your significant other about that. To really just say, listen, this is how I'm feeling and I really want to change it. You know, are you willing to help me change it and to get us to a place where we want to be? And you will be surprised as to, you know, how much better you will feel at the end of that conversation. And moving in a good direction with that can really just help everything. If you are struggling with your libido, that is okay. Do not beat yourself up about it. Don't let anybody make you feel lesser than because you are struggling with your libido because a lot of women struggle even like not after having a baby, you know, you can struggle with your libido and not having a really good healthy sex life. Sex is something that is really important in a relationship and is Something that is very beneficial to you, not even to your significant other, but to you as well. Um, so really don't be afraid to, you know, speak up and talk about it and to get yourself in, a, you know, a good frame of mind when it comes to your sexual health. <laughs> I feel like that's really funny me saying that. I'm sorry. That's my immaturity coming out like full force, but I really just wanted to share the importance of having a really good healthy relationship with your husband or your significant other and really just making sure that you are pouring good energy into that relationship because it is good for you not just for the other person or the relationship but for yourself be selfish in your relationship with your significant other because that is how you are going to give your significant other better time, better energy, and your relationship together will improve. So please really open up to the person that is in your life that you are walking this earth with and that you're choosing to spend this time with because at the end of the day, they are going to be the person that's with you when your children are off you know, making this world hopefully a better place. You know, every time I release one of these podcasts, I'm always so anxious because I'm like, do people really want to listen to me talk about my anxieties and what I do to help myself through my anxieties? And every time, you know, I release it, you know, I always get somewhat good views. And I just kind of wanted to take this time to say, you know, thank you to every single person that is listening to this podcast. 
I wish I could see your face. I wish I could say hello to you. I wish I could hug you and let you know that you're not alone. Um, I do really want to say thank you to my mom and my sister for always supporting me and just being so kind and listening to every single podcast. It means so much to me. I love those two so much. I'm so grateful to my husband for listening to every single podcast and for supporting me with this and telling me how good each and every one of them are. I'm so like blown away that my two best friends listen to my podcast as well. Like they aren't even moms and they listen to me and they tell me how good it is and how proud of they have proud of me they are. And I'm just so grateful to them because they are, you know, listening to this and supporting me just because they love me you know not necessarily because this is something that they need in their life that is beneficial to them um I am super grateful to my dad's sisters they have been listening to every single podcast or I think I'm not quite sure but they've been listening to them and they've been super supportive and they've made an effort to just make sure they tell me that they think I'm a good mom which means so much to me I am so grateful to my mom's sister my aunt who listens to these and who has a son as well and you know she has told me about you know how this podcast has really taken her back to when her son was a baby and just everything that she you know went through and just thinking about it and it's been so amazing to be able to connect with her on you know this parent level and to just really feel like we're not alone and that we can really relate to each other it has been so great to just really connect with women and to those people that I don't know who's listening to this or if I do know you and you just haven't told me that you've listened to this like thank you for listening to this podcast thank you for supporting me and remember that you can't judge a book by its cover and just because people seem like they're doing good it doesn't necessarily mean that they're doing good and you're not alone you're not alone. You're definitely not alone. We all have ways of coping and of handling what we're going through. And if there is one thing that I can give with this podcast is that there is a way for you to cope with your anxiety or your depression. And you just kind of have to figure it out. If it's definitely one of the ways that I have been able to help my anxiety, you know, definitely do it. Go for it. And, you know, really dive into those projects or those things that you're doing. You know, there are so many ways out there for you to just kind of channel your energy into a positive way um definitely look into them and don't be afraid to really just figure out what you like and what works best for you it can honestly be anything there is no judgment whatsoever when it comes to you making your mental health a priority and to doing what is best for yourself um, and that can be anything from journaling to reading to, you know, waking up every morning, taking a shower, putting on a full outfit and a full makeup, 
you know, go for it. Just go for it, girl, and really feel good about yourself. That is what you need to do to make yourself feel good, to make you feel like a good, you know, person and to have great mental health. Do it. You know, don't feel like you have to be put inside a box and, you know, self-care is just one way because it's not. Once again, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. You guys are doing amazing through your motherhood journey, through your anxiety, through your depression. You are not alone and have a good week, guys. Thanks.